Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always here's my husband E. Hello. And today we are bringing you a review of something that is uh, unique. Unique, special, old. Very old. <laughs> old. <laughs> so uh, today is brought to you uh, from a wonderful individual in the 904 by the name of Scott. And we traded him for this product and I think that um, we had a pretty damn good deal. So thank you so much, Scott. Uh, and we are going to be talking about and trying uh, Orphan Barrels Rhetoric 23 Year Bottle. Bottle, yeah. Um, so for those unaware, uh, Orphan Barrel um, is a line of products uh, of barrels that were from shut down distilleries who happen to have some old stock left over that they're trying to salvage and bottle for people to experience the one-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, this is supposedly, allegedly, most likely from uh, old Stittelweller stock from the Bernheim distillery. Yeah, from their warehouse that went defunct circa 1993, I believe it was. Yes, and that takes us to uh, when this was uh, supposedly distilled. This was distilled between 1990 and 1993 at Bernheim. Um, it comes in at 45.3% ABV or 90.6 proof, which, let's pause for a second... For something this old. For something that is 23 years, 90.6 proof is absolutely bullshit. Well, I mean, is it bullshit that Pappy Van Winkle 23 year is 95 proof? Yes. Oh, well then there we go. Yes. Yeah. If they're like blending it with water to to, uh, to to bring it down, I think that's absolute bullshit. Something that old should be given at cask strength. Yeah, I 100% agree that that should be the case. Um, but, you know, we weren't the ones who have the barrels to make the decision, and yep. frankly, we just have to deal with what we got. Okay. So, this is bottle number 22719 and was released in, um, 2017. Uh, the cool thing about, uh, Rhetoric is, um, starting with their first release of Rhetoric at 20 years old, every year they came out with a new release that is one year older than the previous, so that if you were able to collect all of them, you could experience what hyper-aging uh, does over the course of those last few years and see the differences. Mm -hmm. And I believe that they currently have up to 25 years out. Which is the last release that they're going to be doing yeah. for Rhetoric. So this was the, uh, the fourth release of the Rhetoric Barrel, but the ninth overall release of um, Orphan Barrel products. Yes. Yep. Um, what did we, well, not what did we pay for this? We paid a bottle and a bottle for this, but what was the retail when so this came out? <laughs> the retail for this was $120, um, but you are not going to be able to find that now for that kind of a price. Yeah. So, um, again, thank you so much, Scott. You are amazing. And what's the mash bill for this particular product? It is, um, 86 corn, eight malted barley and six rye. Okay. So very interesting mash bill to say the very least. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, as we've said, this is, um, supposedly from the Stitzel Weller, uh, product line who formerly made Pappy, mm -hmm. for those that are unaware. <laughs> and we did do a little bit of tasting prior to this, just to kind of get a feel for the palette before we went in. And 
we compared this to um, a, a known Stitzel Weller product, which was the Jefferson's Presidential 18? 17 17, year. excuse me, 17 which, year. Which was um, the Stitzel Weller weeded bourbon recipe that was made in 1991. So this is right along the same time, just a slightly different mash bill. Yeah. And they had uh, a very, very similar finish. Weirdly different palettes, but, but... they were different mash bills. They were different so. ba- uh, yeah, but nearly identical finishes. Yeah, so we have with very good certainty that this is Stitzel Weller product. Okay, so um, I guess without further ado, we'll go ahead and take a break here, and we'll be back with the nosing and tasting. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, we are back, and uh, let's go back into the nosing. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay, so citrus and oak are definitely the two forward notes that I'm getting. Yeah, uh, oaky, citrusy, spicy. A little bit spicy. But the one weird thing that I'm getting is like... Waxy rubber? Waxy rubbery tires. I, I'm getting that. Um, there's also oh, it's so because there's a burnt sugary waxy waxy rubby rubby. rubby oh, I can't talk. <laughs> I promise you, this is the first recording of the night, and this is the first sips of whiskey that we've had. So this is just how Carolyn is yeah, all the time. Yeah. Okay. So it is burnt sugary, which is pleasant, and a bit of corn and corny, which is also pleasant. But that undertone of crayons and bike tires is so strange it's a little off-putting it to is you. it is um i don't think it's too terrible i don't think it's too off-putting for me but that's just my i'm not saying that the nose is terrible i'm saying that it's just it's strange it is unique it's, this is, is a very sure. unique um nose the oak is incredibly strong maybe but... a little too oh no strong. absolutely yeah. it is a little bit more than i would prefer in my whiskey but mm-hmm. hey it's 23 years old you can't expect it to not have that oak influence <sighs> okay are you ready to go into uh the taste? yeah let's give it a taste mm-hmm. the oak is there it, it's quite tannic very um, um, there's a there's a strange bitterness to it because of how like heavily oaky and tannic it is. The van- citrus comes through. Citrus and a bit of vanilla too. Yeah, definitely absolutely. comes through. Those two flavors are paired really well. Really um, buttery uh, towards the mm, end as well. Yeah, I have to say though, it is a little thin. Unfortunately, yes, it is. Um, that that weird kind of waxy crayon does come through ooh. on the palate. The finish is very buttery. Yeah, no, I'm saying the finish is lovely. Oh yeah. But the palate itself, when you first take your sip, yeah. you get you get punched in the face with with wood spice. Bitter. And bitter burnt rubber. Yeah. No, you're Yes, that that note is definitely coming through on the palate. And it's so strange. And once you get past that, it's yeah. lovely. The 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 once you get past that that bitter rubber oakage, it mellows it's out. Yeah, it mellows out oh, into man. the most delightfully buttery vanilla, burnt sugary eucalyptus. Uh, that little cooling, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's lovely. I have to say though, for something that is ninety proof, <laughs> it's a little hot for ninety. It drinks way too yeah. hot. Um, 
Okay. Uh, Scott, <laughs> if you're listening, I I get it. I get it. Uh, this is not for everyone. This is not for everyone. I have to say that this probably isn't for us either. Um, this is one that I will go to for a couple of sips just to enjoy that finish. Mm-hmm. But it, the palette is not my ideal. No. For me, the, the initial palette is too jarring to enjoy... And the finish for this, while absolutely amazing, doesn't make up for the the weirdness that is everything else about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's too oaked. It has that weird bitter rubberness to it on both the nose and the palate. Do um, we have we have water on the table, right? We do. You want more water? <laughs> I know that sounds so stupid. I'm gonna see what it does though. Give me just one moment. Okay. Let's see how much I'm going to regret this. Yeah, it's, yeah, adding water to a 90 proof okay. 23 year. It makes it so much more spicy on the nose. Like, smell that. Are we talking ethanol or are we talking? No, like barrel spice. Ooh. Ooh. It's not bad. I'm still in the first sip. Good. Mm. It opens it up, but... It brings a lot, pretty much all of the notes of the oak and the vanilla are are exploding. Yeah. But it takes away the rubber. It does take away the rubber. That weird kind of rubbery waxiness that was there initially is gone. The but finish it, is still there too. The finish is there, but it heightens that oak, which I'm, I, I don't like that. It's too oaked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is something that, and and I feel so horrible saying this, something that an ice cube could benefit because the cold try, try to dampen some yeah, of the that. cold could dampen some of the flavor to it. I think and and dilute an already just completely bullshit proof product, but it it could be it could be good. I think that this would be fantastic. Um, one to explore what too much age can do Mm -hmm. but also i think it could be in very small quantities a great addition to help elevate a bottle that just doesn't have enough age to it i agree um we've definitely had some newer products that are highly under oaked and very very sweet so i think that those products that do have the sweetness and yeah. the uh, higher corn flavor to it could benefit greatly from a couple mils of this added to it. And maybe that might help reduce the weird rubberiness to it. I think so. And heighten oak in products that would just be that much better had they aged yeah. just a little bit longer. And if any of the other notes come through from this, then that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, this definitely is one of those bottles where uh, I had been wanting to find um, Orphan Barrel bottles for a long while. And and not drop the $1,800 on the entire full set of them. (laughs) But it was something that I was more than willing to do. Um, Would you do it now? No. Okay. No. Are there any that, knowing how this one stands, are there any uh, rhetoric bottles that you would consider getting no okay no because i don't think i mean well no let me say that 20 years and 23 years are vastly different three years can do so much so so much but i think the 20 would be an interesting one to at least try at a bar if they had it yeah absolutely i think that personally i find that the 17 year uh 
Jefferson presidential that we had is just beautiful. 17 years mm. did that justice. I I both love and hate knowing how that one tastes because it is, in my opinion, the perfect bourbon. It is. It <laughs> is. Um, and we'll never be able to get it again. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Ron, for giving that to us. <laughs> um, but... I think 17 years, 16 year, that's just a great... You're, if you delve too far past that, you yeah. are really playing with some dangerous fire. <laughs> yeah, so I think that 20 years is pushing it. 23 seems to be a bit too much. 23 seems to be a bit too much for me personally. Yeah, I, I think for and an everyday drink, yeah. I think that 24 and 25 would be as bad, if not worse. They, yes, more than likely. Yeah. Um, but I mean, different barrels can do different things. Different locations can do different things. Yeah. It's really... With the right master distiller keeping track of these kind of barrels, you can get magic. Yeah. But, um, I will say this. Rhetoric 23-year orphan barrel was not magic. Nope. And it is not something that I will seek out. Um, if you are a collector, by all means, try to find this. And if you want to try something that's very, very unique after listening to what we thought of it, uh, you know, you do you. <laughs> yeah. um, this is definitely the the whiskey for nerds to nerd out on. Yeah. Um, but to sit back, relax, and enjoy a pour, I don't think this is. No. Um, okay. I think that we have rambled on enough about this. Sounds so, uh, I'll go ahead and take this out. Uh, Rhetoric 23 year, Orphan Barrel, you were dandy. We will not buy you again. We will not seek you out. We'll keep you on our shelf and we'll share you with friends. Exactly. And with that being said, please do follow me on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. I'm so sorry. I'm never going to have to change that. <laughs> um, and thank you for listening to the podcast. We appreciate that greatly. If you would consider supporting us, you can do so by continuing to listen, by donating directly to our channel, or by sharing the link, because every little bit in every way does help. Yes. And remember that bourbon, even if it's too old, is still meant to be shared.